Welcome everyone to Crick Talk with Jay. Today, we have a special guest with us, a player from the US national team, as well as the captain of the New Jersey Stallions in minor league cricket. So joining me today is Jesse Singh. Welcome. It's great to have you here. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Jay. It's uh, honor and pleasure to be part of it. Yeah, the pleasure is all mine. So how did you get started in cricket? Everyone has their own stories. So tell us about yours. Um, I started and I started my cricket a bit late and at the age of 16, 17. Um, so we used to live in an apartment complex called Winningwood in Cerville. Um, and my dad had a couple of friends, you know, in Princeton, um, where, you know, he would always go over the weekend to, to just to visit him. So I would tag along with my dad over the weekend just to, you know, go with him and, and see his friends and, and then uh, first we just used to go and hang out there. And then, you know, once the summer, summer started, they started playing cricket on their driveway right in the front yards. Um, and there was a bunch of, you know, um, basically a group of Indian people and neighbors and some other friends joining. So I started basically over there. Um, you know, later that I had played in India with, you know, my friends and cousin when we, when we stayed in India, but nothing um, you know, professional, never had played hardball or any of that. But just, you know, when I was a kid, I, I had played almost every sport. I, I had put my hands on everything, anything just to have fun. So it started, it started there. Um, uh, you know, I started playing there. And it's just that me, something was natural. I would just run in and try to ball fast. And it was a tennis ball, obviously, but I would ball, you know, fast at these guys and and they were impressed. They said, you should, you know, try to get into league and stuff. And then, um, you know, that went on and off. And then in our apartment complex, we had a you know, decent amount of uh, Indian and basically South Asian community. Uh, they would uh, sort of get together around five, six o'clock in the evening when once everyone gets back from work and start playing cricket. So since starting from, you know, playing once in a week, over the weekend over there and then I started seeing these people right by my building where I was staying and I started looking forward to it every evening I would you know go and start you know playing with them it was right next to basketball court I used to go play basketball and then when I started playing cricket so I started shifting from basketball to there and you know my dad used to go hang out with his friends there so that's how I started and then everybody saw that oh you know I had bit of natural talent if you work hard and all that you could and then I picked up a passion uh in, in in this sport and then happened to find out there is possibility of playing professional cricket in USA there is you know team of in it and um yeah then the rest is it just you know started working on the game and one step led to another yeah and um you, you were talking about starting cricket at at a later age and it's so credible that even even with that, because we we look at a lot of cricketers, they they start cricket at a younger age, but for you starting in at this older age and still being uh, he's still playing at this international level, still being such such a great bowler, it's just it's it's amazing. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, when I started, uh, I you know, I, I looked at you know other players at my age, and you know, yeah, I had a natural talent of me able to run and hard and just ball fast but I didn't have no idea about any other basics of cricket you know I learned how to grip the ball and all of that you know all of those things so 
And I think one thing always uh, pushed me to work hard and, you know, uh, put more time into was because I, I seen myself as I had to catch up a lot, uh, you know, with other guys in my age, you know, because they they've been they've been playing for so long and they, you know, they they're already a few steps ahead. And I looked at myself that, OK, since I started late, I have a lot to catch up. So I have to put, you know, extra work in it, too. And um, yeah, glad, you know, I'm glad, thankfully, you know, it's paying off. Yeah, um, it's it's amazing. Uh, you've you've more than caught up with with the way you're playing right now for the U.S. team and then for the Stallions as well. Yeah. So every every time you get a wicket, we see this exuberant type of celebration. So t- tell us about that. Um, I think it depends a lot on the situation and uh, you know, and and what sort of game it is. It's, I get asked about it a lot. That's something I I usually don't plan it. Right, but certain games, you know, I I I take a wicket. I don't even celebrate. It depends on the kind of game, you know. But but the, it's the moment, um, and also when, you know, you take you know big wicket and you change the momentum of the game, or or I'm trying to set the tone of the game, and then take a wicket, and then it's just natural, you know. I just I just try to express myself, you know. It, it I mean it, it it feels good that you know you you see yourself the hours, the times you have put in, and then it's working out. And yeah, I think it's just, just a bit of a reward for myself. And I enjoy, I enjoy it when I, I get a wicket. Yeah, I mean, the, the fans as well, looking out from the outside, we also enjoy seeing, you know, running in, bowling quick, wickets out of the ground, and then you're off. Yeah, I mean, yeah, uh, something, uh, you know, last last year in minor league also, there was a bit of a buzz about it that, okay, what's the what's, what's your next game celebration? What are you planning? And, you know, it was like, you know, actually, I don't plan anything. It's just however I can express myself and enjoy it. And it comes, uh, and yeah, it's, 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 it's good, good picking wickets. Yeah, um, I mean, I'm sure all the fans enjoy it. The batsmen, maybe not as much, but... No, it's it's just amazing to see you bowl and then the celebrations are just great. Thanks, appreciate it. Now, something we saw in this past minor league season was that the New Jersey Stallions, they did the little things, right? Like running between the wickets, fielding the ball cleanly. So how important is that in not only winning games, but doing well in the tournament overall? Um, I think, uh, you know, so those are the main, main, main little things that you know we often don't focus on. Uh, you know, every coach you go to, any any big team you go to, is is the small little basics, literally small little basics. They do it right. Uh, it, whether you take the you know one of the legends of the game, the big players or the big successful teams, you know we we often mistake it by you know thinking that oh they might be doing something extraordinary and something special that, you know, keeps them on a winning streak and keeps them performing so much. But little that I've been, you know, ever since I've been playing professional cricket and I've seen around, been around big players and, you know, been 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 part of USA cricket and all that. It's, it's the little things we focus on. Um, small little basics, you can do it. Um, and then being part of CPL and seeing one of the big, you know, one of the big names in cricket, uh, they just come, you know, before the game, they try to do their, basics right and in the game they're also doing their basics right and that's that was the scope uh, you know we were trying to set before the season started and these were the small little goals we 
we thought we if we could achieve as a team and we can focus on these small little things we can probably go you know um, far and deep in the tournament and uh, and i think credit goes to the the the, the whole uh, coaching staff and the players itself because we had a you know a quite a bit of young squad that uh, we had to put a lot in time a lot of time in um to, for for us to move in the right direction and for us to be achieving these smaller things uh, we put a lot of times that you know not not many people know that you know waking up at 4 to 5 o'clock in the morning putting you know that one hour in the gym to stay fit and then coming back in the afternoon putting an outdoor session just to focus on these smaller things and um you know we were quite happy with our process the way the process went um you know we went deep in the tournament uh, obviously the ultimate goal was to win the championship but um uh you know unfortunate and um you know some mistakes we made in that last last game that uh, costed us the game and um you know that's how cricket goes but uh me myself as a captain and and, and the whole staff was really proud of the team the way we went after those smaller things yeah and then watching watching from the outside as well it was it was really great to see these these smaller things being done right and if if we look at if we look at tournaments especially at the level of minor league cricket we can see that a lot of the teams have have got the big things right like they've got the power hitting they've they've got the uh, they've got the bowling right but if if we're looking at those little things i feel that that's what really sets you apart from from the other teams and I think that it, it must have played such a huge role in getting to the finals. I definitely did. You know, starting starting the tournament, we were a bit short of batting. Um, uh, we, I mean, we our batting was not clicking throughout the tournament. The first half of the tournament, we would not get a start. Uh, if you look at it, you know, there's many games that we scored less less than run a ball in the in the game, and we were still able to go and you know defend it, and uh, even with the batting. when we saw we didn't have much power in the batting we didn't have to we didn't have some of our you know key players were not clicking you know sometimes it goes in the game of cricket and then we just try to focus on the things we can control the things to control was you know try to run fast between the wicket you know break as many gaps and singles and dot you know the first few games we saw we we compared that we were playing a lot of dot balls our dot percentage was high and then we tried to cut on it so it, it was more of a yeah team analyzing you know team analyzing thing and then self analysis as well where you know each player we sat down and we you know we we thought you know what where we can uh you know progress where we can improve and progress in the game what the thing each batsman or each bowler or each fielder can bring to the game and uh, i'm i'm happy and you know um uh, fortunate enough to say that uh, you know uh, we had a vision and that everyone bought into it uh i think that's what uh, you know made it uh, a bit smoother for us to 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 go through the t- tough games that we had yeah and then you you talk about everyone really um being on the same page and that's just it's so important especially when when you're playing uh when you're playing a tournament in cricket being such a team game as as much as it is that there's one player who's bowling one player who's actively batting but it it's it's still such a team game the entire team has to get involved and i think the stallions they they gelled well as as a team i feel uh, look looking looking from the outside they they gelled well in in the sense that 
I feel there was this togetherness of sorts in the stallions. Yeah, and I think that uh, uh, that yeah that that uh, even when I look at it, I've, I've been part of many teams and stuff, and I think that's what uh, separated stallions from you know most of the teams around. Uh, it, it was it was definitely the unity we had, um, you know, and and that credit goes a lot to the management itself. Um, you know, I won't I won't. I won't take any credit for myself, but the management, the way they were treating, uh, you know, players, uh, whether, you know, it's about treating them, uh, you know, on field or off field or how taking care of them and sort of set that environment where, you know, you, you feel welcomed and you feel that, okay, you're playing big, big boy cricket now. And, you know, um, things can go wrong. Yeah. Uh, but we want to focus on the process. Um, not, not nobody was bothered, you know, or nobody was pressured about the results or outcomes of the game. You know, the, the management and, and the staff basically wanted us to put in the hard work and whatever the results comes afterwards is, is you know, it's a secondary, basically. You cannot control that. And, and yeah, the credit goes a lot to that. Um, um, uh, yeah, staff and management played, you know, a huge role. And um, I'm happy that we stick together. You know, we, we enjoyed the wins together. And, uh, you know, we supported each other in our tough losses as well. And, and I think that's what kept us going throughout the season. You know, when, when we, whenever we had to bounce back from tough games, we, we uh, happily did that. Yeah, and, and I think it was Rahul Dravid who, who once said that if you give 110% on the field, then that's a win for me. And the Stallions, they were definitely doing that with both bat and ball and in the field in all the games. Uh, yeah, uh, definitely. I mean, you know, uh, there's a lot to learn from, you know, the big leaders of the game and, you know, we all learn from them. Um, and to then to drive that in a, in, in a team like Stallions, you know, we had a group of group of leaders, you know, the players who were senior players. We, we knew that we have to set up a zone because we had, a, you know, we had a lot of young, young players in the team, um, even in the playing 11. And our whole bench strength was pretty much young. We didn't have anybody, you know, uh, experience or senior players so we knew that we have we must do every little thing right and we sort of set the tone for these youngsters because you know we want to build characters in the team we want to have a good culture of the you know team where any any new any new player comes in into playing 11 from from a bench or or or, or even a new player joins in following years they sort they should know what sort of culture uh, they're walking into what sort of expectations are are, are set there and what's the standard we're looking at. So, and I think, uh, yeah, the, the group of senior players, the leaders we had in team, uh, you know, uh, Dominic, Justin, uh, Ray, and, and, you know, even John Ross. And, and then, uh, you know, cream on top was Robman joining us in the middle of season. Um, you know, that, that, that gave us a good boost and, and a lot of players were excited to be part of uh, same thing where Robman is playing. And, 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 you know, and he shared his experience so much and, and you know, the, the group of leaders basically led those things good. And, and I think that's, that's where it worked out for us. Yeah, and then you were speaking about those experienced players yourself as well, having played at the national level in the CPL. And uh, you, you were speaking, saying about those younger players, which we saw in the Stallions and... Um, I think Saiteja Mukamala, another young player, he was the leading run scorer for the Stallions. Yeah, um, what a talent he is, man. Uh, you know, every time I look at him, it's, it's, it's a sheer class pure. And 
even when Robman came half in the middle of the season, uh, me and Robman was talking, you know, how this boy is just 17 and he's going to go places. He's good, right? And uh, I, from very first day, right, the, in the beginning of the season, I struggled to get runs the first three, four games and stuff. Um, and, you know, then when someone is not getting run, the talk start going in the town. Or size not scoring runs. He's going to get dropped and stuff. But we as a as a staff and, you know, and as a team, whole whole group wanted to back Sai up, right? Um, so he could go express himself because we all knew what is Sai capable of. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm glad Sai took that opportunity, you know, with, with big heart and uh, with bravery where, you know, we literally started depending on Sai that Sai is our main number three batsman and number three batsman is, is your most important batsman in, in T20 cricket. And, and starting from not getting runs in the first three, four games and then going, then, then going into game and winning us those two games with big knocks. That sort of set up the tone for us, and um, not only that. As a team, I think we, when we were building team in the beginning of the year, I was sort of part of it. You know, uh, when when we were looking to pick players, who it was, and 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 one of our main goal was to to produce correct produce cricketers out of it. You know, whether um, it's a bowler or batsman or anyone, we want to be a platform where the new young young guys are coming into it and they're performing and we're producing cricketers for, for a national team or next platform. Um, and that was the goal as a team. And, and you know, that credit goes to the, to the team owners and staff and management, everyone, because to have that sort of a goal, you know, in this, this sort of a franchise cricket, not everybody agrees to it. And um, backing youngsters is, I think, always going to be one of the main key part of Stallions and, um, um, you know, I would I would love to do that as long as I can. Yeah, and then backing a player, backing um, that young player, really, it also builds that confidence, which I think we were then able to see uh, towards the middle and towards the end of the season where Mukamala, he was looking a much more confident player, uh, I feel, in the middle, um, and that was shown in his batting. And if, if, we, if we look at him now, he... Um, as you said, there were there were those talks about dropping him from the team, and fast forward to the end of the season, he's he's become part of the core. Then, at at that point, that he's scoring so many runs, such an influential part in the team at such a young age. Right. Um, yeah. And 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 you know, we all we all know what what sort of class Sai is. You know, it, it just brings a smile on on my face every time I talk about him. I personally love that kid, and you know the way he handles the game, how smooth he is and how calm he is. And um, I you know, little that we never wanted to drop side, but uh, yeah, dropping about a game or so, resting and trying to, you know, work out a different combination. Maybe we can put someone else and see who can score runs because we were really struggling to get runs, uh, in, you know, in the first half of the game. Um, and you looking at some games, we were 39 with 39, 40 runs for six wickets down. And then, you know, our tail is batting into it and then we're barely getting 115. Uh, it's little that we had a good bowling attack that we would go defend it. And then, um, you know, like backing Sai up was, I think, I think one of the big uh, move that we made. If we had uh, not backed him up, we might not have, have we might not have even made it this far. Yeah, I think uh, an excellent, excellent um, option really to back uh, to back Mukamala up. And 
that that really brings me on to my next question as you were speaking about that bowling and if we have a look at that stallions bowling attack it's arguably one of the best in the league i mean all five of your bowlers were in the top 15 leading wicket takers in the atlantic conference all of them had an economy rate below 7 which is just amazing in t20 cricket yeah um i yeah i think that's something definitely to do take a pride of it as a whole bowling unit um you know let's see the thing was uh, uh we knew like you know batting you can be out of form and stuff you can have a bad day you know one ball kind of thing but bowling you know i looked at it as and i spoke to the whole as we were speaking to the whole bowling unit this is in our control um if if we don't go ball well that that means we're not doing something right yeah batting you know you're not able to you know pick the rhythm and you're not able to score runs is it's 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 all right you know like that happens in the game but bowling and fielding something we should be able to control it because it's really up in our hand where to where you want a ball and then we have a certain game plan we have a field set up we just want a ball to that it's a small little things you know again when it came to bowling we try to you know keep it very simple make it least complicated um and i think that yeah literally the small things that we were focusing on as everyone whole whether it was spinners or whether it was pacers you know we had a set of game plan and we would stick to it and you know i would i would actually there was there was a time i would go a bit harsh on them when they try to slip away from a from a you know game plan but um i think it was a self reminders and you know backing up each other in a bowling unit whether it was justin whether it was sachin ray or you know even stephen you know he came out of nowhere and he started you know bowling those middle overs those were the key overs for us uh, initially in the beginning you know justin had just moved to the country and he was trying to get a grip of these grounds and fields and wickets and stuff how it is um and you know then first two three games yeah he struggled and then here comes the game against empire state where he went ahead and defended that eight runs and over when he defended those eight runs and over in eight runs in the last over that's when i knew that okay now our bowling unit now our bowling unit is complete and now we'll go ahead and we'll look to defend even 100 150 120 runs in 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 a tough games because we would put pressure um and then you know justin himself being so experienced um you know and i try to i try to share my experience whatever i had and then you know there was that time that justin would come and you know uh, help me out when when you know when we were struggling in terms of bowling and all of that so a lot of this thing was a collective effort is it was not a one man thing that oh uh, you know whether it's a coach or one guy a manager or one captain is doing it it was more of a collective effort when we will sit down and talk about game plans you know everybody would chip in and and i think that's what that that's where the unity came in and that's what kept us uh you know on the right path when we were when we were going through the games yeah and then once again you speak about that unity which is just so important in in playing well um, and in playing such such a long tournament especially in cricket where it's it's just such it's such a team game and um we we looked uh, at at the batting as you were saying you know batsmen you might get one unplayable delivery and then that's it for for that game but for bowlers you know you get hit on one ball you can still come back on the next ball and and get that wicket so uh, as they say you know batsmen win you games but it's the bowlers who really win you tournaments 
Yeah, definitely. Uh, and and I'm I'm a sure believer of that too. And you know, me being uh, a, a leader, me being a leader and being a, a baller, you know, I'll always have that a baller mentality first, where the things you can control it. And I think the same goes for anyone. If you're a batsman, you know, you're looking more from you know batsman point of view. Uh, so from bowling side, you know that that was obviously the the key, right? I always wanted to have a strong bowling unit, you know, because you you as you, me as a bowler, I don't like getting hit. When when you get hit, you know, it sort of uh, you know frustrates you. You get upset about it. So I I had the same vision for everyone, and luckily everybody had the same vision as well, right? It, Anyone who will get hit, nobody would question or come with excuses. Everybody would be disappointed. Why did I get hit? And that just, you know, those little things, right? We try to just control the things we can control. And like you said, you know, batsmen can have a bad ball and get out, but baller, yeah, you have a chance to back, you know, bounce back and stuff. So those are the small little things we focus, you know, there was nothing extraordinary or complication in it. Yeah, and then... Um, we, we, we see this uh, a stallion side and an economy rate of, of just below seven is just amazing. You're talking about not liking to uh, get hit. Um, I'm sure no bowler likes to get hit, but maintaining an economy below seven. And that, that's for all bowlers. And we, we have a look at teams, right? They'll have a couple of good bowlers, uh, three really good bowlers who you can't really get runs off of. But in the stallion side, it was everyone, you know, um, for example, yourself and uh, Justin starting off the bowling, right? When one of you uh, stops bowling, when one of you, uh, when one of your spells ends, you know, you've got someone like maybe Sachin Mailavrapu coming in, Stefan Wig coming in, and so it's it's just no rest for the batsman. Yeah, and uh, I mean, yeah, it was good. Uh, you know, that's something. Uh, yeah, that's something to be. I think uh, to take a pride about it. You know, as a bowling unit, as a team, the kind of bowling unit you have, but. Also, nothing, you know, it doesn't take away the fact that the amount of time these guys put in, um, literally talking about, you know, being restless and, and, and spending, you know, hours in the, in, in the practice games or in the nets and stuff, talking about, you know, you're finishing session at 10 o'clock and then next morning you're still back up at 4.30 to join that gym session. You know, we had one or two gym sessions like that in the, in, during the week. And then everyone putting their own individual time. So, Credit really goes to you know the to everyone you know because the way the way the way it's, it's the reward for the hard work they've been they've been putting, and um, yeah, I I can I, I I can't be anything else but very happy for everyone. Yeah, and then when we've seen that kind of reflected on the field, how how well uh, you guys have done to to get to the finals, and hopefully next season one step further as well. Yeah, that's uh, some, it left a bitter taste uh, at the end of the tournament. Uh, you know, obviously, we thought, you know, we were so close to it. Uh, although the kind of start we had in the final, we, we never had a, that kind of start in the whole tournament. But such as cricket, I guess, we, we got off to a very flyer start and then our middle order collapsed. And, and that's where, you know, we were, we were good 20, 30 runs short. So that's something, uh, you know, it's, it's always going to hurt us, but also it's going to motivate us to, you know, to, to work even harder and, and try to, you know, fix the mistakes we did last year and, you know, try to go uh, that one step above last year and, and, you know, bag that trophy, hopefully. 
and I'm looking forward to seeing that the stallions, you know, once again getting to that stage, uh, a level, um, another step further as well. That would be amazing. Now, what impact do you think minor league cricket and then major league cricket when it starts next year will have on USA cricket overall in the long run? I think if you know, uh, it's gonna have a major impact on cricket. Um, growing up, you know, um, about eight nine years ago or ten years ago, we never thought that we will have some sort of a setup like this, where you can actually look up to, you know, uh, not just USA cricket because you know we were not doing so many of US. We we were not doing too much USA tours. It was a limited cricket, and it's it, it just started when we gained ODI status and we started playing more cricket international but still you have a you know huge gap in between where you're not playing no cricket we're just playing club cricket so have sort of this sort of a professional setup and you know you're playing continuously you're playing good cricket um we don't have a lot to catch up when we go go play international cricket for usa and stuff and not only that i think it gave a platform to to many locals and youngsters to perform and shine their name in the, in, in minor league where you know, everyone is watching you to put the, put your name up there, and 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 when I look at minor league, uh, ma- you know, major league major league is obviously big. When when I look at minor league, I, you know, if we see in you know, a last just the last year itself, you know, it has touched the heights pretty high. You know, uh, minor league, little uh, that I had not expected that you know it'll be this big. Uh, obviously, I knew you know it'll be. It's gonna be big once it started, but nobody had an idea how it's gonna be because it was the first time. And to see how you know the kind of heights it touched in the very first year, and 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 come this year, I I you know I I already see the teams have already started preparing. Actually, most of the teams have done planning for the for the season, uh, what players they're looking to pick and all of that. And and we are still a couple months uh, away from uh, season, um, and that just tells you you know what value and what sort of, uh, you know, um, what sort of heights is going to bring to the game, to, to USA cricket, basically. And then bringing, coming major league, we are all excited about it. Um, you know, it's something that is, is going to be obviously, um, you know, biggest cricket, US, USA cricket is going to have, you know, besides international cricket. And even if you look at international cricket, we haven't had a, any big international game in, in USA. Um, just beside the Ireland series, that too, unfortunately, didn't go as it was planned because of COVID. So this, you know, having major league, having some of the big players being part of it, and finally looking to see, you know, crowd being involved in my major league. And um, I'm personally just, just you know, eager and looking forward and excited to see what what major league has for us. Yeah, and, and what minor and major league cricket, I feel, have also really done is that they're going to provide this pathway really from that local level to then playing with the national level right because those younger players right now we've got all these local domestic leagues right there's one in new jersey one in this dc area one in florida one in the bay area you've got all these local leagues but what minor leagues done it's really connected all of them and then in also doing so it's also provided this pathway where you know, you do well in minor league cricket, you'll get the reward of having to play major league cricket. And then you do well in major league cricket, and then you're at the highest level. You're playing international cricket. Right. And, uh, you know, like I'm always going to the nets and, you know, being around young guys. And I, I always used to hear, you know, 
they want to play for USA. They want to play for USA. We want to play for USA. How do we play for USA? What's, what's, what's the platform, how we can do it? And, you know, you look, you look look forward to the the selections or tryouts we'll, you'll have once in a year or or one national tournament over the weekend and stuff right and now it has changed to where you know every little kid and, and every player is talking about playing for minor league uh, you know i want to be picked for minor league but why because they know that this is the platform that is already being set for them to you know express their talent perform their make their name so they can put their case up against selectors or, or, you know, for the next platform for everyone, because that, that has become the pathway and platform for everyone. So that, that's, that's like, that's why I said, you know, there, there, there would always be a lot of cricketers left, good cricketers will left, be left out when we go for national tournaments, you know, because you can, from each region, you can only pick 14, 15 players. And then there's still a lot of players being left out and having minor league teams, you know, about two, three teams from each region, that literally gave those, you know, it gave those players a chance to be part of it where, you know, they never had a hope that, okay, we would be part of such a good setup. And then minor league, here here comes minor league where it's setting it up. And um, like like you said, you know, once you perform here, you're going to be you're considered into major league or other tournament or whatever. So, and I think that's just, that's just exciting time ahead for U.S. Yeah, and then we, we look at minor league and players, as you said, wanting to be selected to play minor league. It's it's a tournament where, you know, some of the best players locally are getting a chance to play with and against best player, some of the best players from other parts of the country. And also some of these younger players coming up, uh, they're getting to play in minor league cricket and they're getting to play with and against these, these experienced players, guys who played at the national level or in other leagues around the world, which it's it's an incredible experience. Definitely it is. Definitely it is. And it gives a chance for a lot of, lot of those players to, you know, learn so much from, from the senior and experienced players. Just take it, Robman. You know, Robman came in and um, he shared so much experience with the young guys. You know, he was personally working with Saya as well. You know, he said, I, I love this boy. I want to bat with him. And the Nets, he would choose to bat with him. And take it any other guys. It'll just, you know, just small little things that, you know, um, you keep learning from from the players who have been, you know, part of a big setup in the world. And um that it's just that that's that's the that's the platform we're looking at and that's the platform we have now. Yeah, and then uh, the only way from here is really up as we see major league create also coming in. There's this infrastructure also where you've got these stadiums, these facilities. Um, being built like there's a stadium being built in in the Bay Area right now. Um, of course, there's the ones on the East Coast. There's one in Florida, the one in Marshville, and we also look at these training facilities. Uh, more coming up as well, being built, which really the way for cricket now is just up. Yeah, definitely. You know, that's that that's something we've been lacking. Uh, you know, good turf facilities and good. Good, good grounds where you know we don't have to to go over these matting wickets and astroturfs and stuff. So I think we, you know, cricket is moving in the right direction uh, in in USA. And um, I, when I look at it, it's just a matter of time. You know, in a year, two year time, where you know we're gonna have a lot of good facilities and uh, you know a lot of good cricketers being uh, taking taking part of you know even a club cricket here. Uh, which will, I think, you know, hits the heights very high in, in U.S. cricket as well. 
and hopefully we can have one uh, good turf ground uh, turf facility in new york area new jersey area as well yeah i mean there's four teams from that area so i guess it's just a matter of time before we see that facility there and in in build up to the 2024 t20 world cup as well which the us is co-hosting for that as well you're going to need that infrastructure infrastructure those facilities those stadiums so i think over the next couple of years we should really see that grow quite a bit definitely and uh, like i said that's 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 what excites you as a cricketer right when you're when you're seeing the cricket is moving in right direction and we see, when you see that in a couple of year time that you're going to have so much of of this cricket that you always been looking in other big nations and and then eventually you're going to have it so yeah that's that 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 pushes you to work even harder and you know uh, do the right things yeah and um, i think these days next few years they really do bring a lot of excitement in usa cricket definitely, now definitely yeah um, now, how, how has your experience been playing at that national level, representing the U.S. in international cricket? Um, it's, it's, you know, obviously it was a dream when I started playing cricket. You know, I dream, I, it was a dream that I want to represent the sport at the higher level. And I still think I'm, I'm, I'm only halfway through. Uh, I, have, I still have a lot to achieve and I still have uh, a lot of, you know, a lot of things to do uh, in terms of my cricketing career. So um yeah i take i take every day as a new opportunity every day as a you know a chance for me to improve and you know perform whenever i get chance um and yeah just taking one day at a time and you know when i'm there i just try to enjoy myself express myself uh you know be thankful that i'm you know i'm part of it and just try to focus on the things i can yeah, and, and um, as, as fans, it's just great to see, you know, you're running in, bowling well, um, expressing yourself with the celebration. So it's, it's just great to see. And hopefully we can see more of that in, in the coming future as the U.S. also uh, starts to play more games there at the international level. Hopefully, yes. Uh, now, the U.S. national team, they're doing well at the moment. I mean, we look at the America's qualifiers for the T20 World Cup. Um, then the Ireland series as well, which, as you said, it was shortened, but you no know, two great games of cricket we had. So tell us about that and this improvement we're now really seeing with with the U.S. national team. So what do you think is really working well then? Uh, I, I think it, it's something that it didn't come over overnight or, you know, over a few months. It's, it's something that, that, you know, we started back in 2015, 2016. Um, you know, starting from Division Four, um, so yeah, some of the guys are not around and not part of it, but everybody played a huge part, uh, in you know, in US uh, becoming up and, and you know, we becoming successful. Uh, each player who've been part of it throughout in the last four or five years, it's the you know, tremendous amount of effort and work have been put up. Um, you know, talking about players paying out of their pockets to fly from one state to another just to you know, uh, go practice with the coach or, or be part of some sort of a camp. Um, and it, it, it's, it's a tremendous amount of work that has been put in that a lot of people are not able to see. And, 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 and that's, that's the culture that have been set by, you know, our previous, um, you know, management and stuff. And that has been carrying to the, to the, you know, team for, for, for so long. And it's just the, 
it's just the you know there are some characters there are some uh, you know players in the team that uh, keeps everyone together and keeps pushing and you know keep putting keep putting in the time and you know then then you have a good staff uh, sports staff you know coaches and stuff that look after you um but more than that i think individually a lot of players have a, a hunger in them that keeps pushing them uh, you know take it you know sometimes you know you're not even uh, making so much money you're losing a lot of time off jobs and stuff and still it's the passion and the hunger that players have that they just want to go and and you know play and do the best for usa and that's i think that's that's what keeps pushing us yeah and then we we look at these um players and you you were speaking about the the stallion side as well working hard and now the us team we also see in that and that unity which um you were also saying so i think coming coming from minor league cricket as well some of the players there really get to experience that right playing with these national level players and those younger players now also coming in to the us national team it's really set up a base for generations to come yeah definitely and you know we as a we as a players being part of a national side uh, i think it's our responsibility to to pass on that us culture to these club games or or minor league setups it's our responsibility and that's how i look at it um the things the things we can pass on we should you know um it's a knowledge that we can share and and not only that the culture if we can set up that culture in these uh minor league you know club setups and stuff or or minor league teams and stuff so when someone is someone you you know gets ready from here and is going to represent usa cricket it shouldn't look like uh you know you're walking in to some new setup um it it should be a normal setup for you to walk into it and you know that's something um, I, i you know when i look back pubudu coach pubudu had started that um and that what that's what helped us in those few years to to you know because you know we have a diverse group of people in us team everyone is from different culture and then for for us to come and you know be together and be part of uh usa culture which is different and everyone is being part of it you're leaving your own culture whether you're south asian you know you're you're caribbean or so take it anybody and then you being part of that culture and you know i was really i was i was really impressed by that the way it worked out for us and then that's how i looked at it i thought you know same thing we can start it same thing we can start it at the club games if we can and same thing we can start at minor league setup if it works out for us and luckily those small little things you know are working out for us yeah and then we we see the us team as well with those smaller things which have really also been focused on that running between the wickets that fielding the ball cleanly um, i mean we look back at the ireland series i mean one one moment comes to mind that that catch which marty kane took like right inches off the ground that's also to to work on that you know it's it's something that it can't just be pulled off like that you know it, the practice um that goes behind it it's just great to see right 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 now that catch was that catch was amazing i think it set up the tone in the middle of the game and yeah it, it takes one person to start and then everybody can just follow it yeah and then those those little things they kind of fuel towards that that one moment which you at, at times need in a game 
right? When maybe you aren't doing too well. And then that one moment that that spectacular catch or that run out, that direct hit at this time, something, that little thing it usually is. And then the entire team is really, there's this energy which you could really start to see in the team. Right, definitely, definitely. It has been, you know, that's been the case in many games. And uh, that's why we call cricket as a funny game. Uh, it's unexpected. It brings joy and it brings sadness to your face as well. But that, that enjoyment is what keeps us going. Uh, it, you know, it keeps us pushing to work hard in it. Yeah, and then as, as fans, it's just great to see when it all when it all comes together and, you know, that, that result there on the field where you're playing well, you know, with bad ball in the field, it's great to see. Definitely. Yeah. Well, thank you for joining me today. It was great to have you here and good luck for your future games in this upcoming minor league season. Looking forward to seeing you play there. Thank you. Thank you so much, Jay. Thank you for having me. It was, uh, it was great chatting with you. And um, yeah, looking forward to see you soon in Marisol, hopefully. Yeah, thank you. You as well. Good luck. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah.